Welcome to Single Mom Stories with Kelly Travis, a show that brings you stories and conversations about life as a single mom, the mess and the beauty and everything in between. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Single Mom Stories podcast. I'm so glad to be here. And I am here by myself today. Every once in a while, I want to pop in and do a solo episode and touch on something relevant uh, that's happening, a common thread I'm hearing among other single moms, single parents, a little piece of advice, insight, maybe a story or two, all the things. Today, I want to talk about a theme in my conversations with single moms, single parents lately, and I'll get into that in a moment here. Just a reminder to let you know where we can hang out. You can hang out with me on Instagram at Single Mom Stories Podcast. You can hang out with me in the Facebook group, uh, which is groups forward slash Single Mom Stories. And I'm trying to be active over on YouTube, and you can find that link in the show notes. I love hearing from you all. So wherever you like to hang, please find me. Let's let's talk. And if you want to be a guest on the podcast, there is a form you can fill out. I'll drop that link in the show notes as well. It is on uh, the website. And um, or is it? I don't know. Shoot. I'm going to make sure it is. And we're going to put the link in the show notes. We're doing that. I'm glad I said that out loud. Okay. Because I would love to have you because that's what this is all about. Stories, right? So you can be a single parent or a parent and appreciate this story. I've had a lot of meltdowns this week over here in the Travis household. And you know, the ones that just make zero sense and leave you scratching your head. I'm learning. Well, sometimes I lose my mind over things. And sometimes I'm really good about just letting the boys like lose their mind and then move through it, which I think is super helpful unless it's impacting other people or it's, you know, dangerous or whatever. So we typically walk the dog every morning before school. And my youngest son is obsessed with rainbows. And when he sees them, he's very happy. He loves drawing them. He likes wearing lots of colors. He's just a colorful kid. And he knows that you can find rainbows in sprinklers if the sun hits them the right way. Well, we were taking a walk the other day and the sun wasn't really out. Like there were a lot of clouds. It just was overcast in the morning. It was kind of peeking out, but then it would go away. We start off on our walk and he stops by some sprinklers that are going off and can't find the rainbow in the sprinkler. And we proceeded to keep going. But he was very mad at me for not stopping to see if the rainbow would come out. We had places to go. So the whole rest of the walk, no matter if I told him there were more sprinklers along the walk, which there were, or if we would go back, he was so mad. And the whole walk through the trails, just telling me how I ruined his day, his life, because we couldn't see the rainbow, even though there weren't any because the sun wasn't out. But that's beside the point. And it continued for the 20 minutes. And his brother was like, what is going on? And 
it was fine. We got through it. And then, you know, within two minutes of getting home, he had forgotten about it. I'm sure you can relate. Anyway, that was uh, one of those moments where you just have to roll with it, I think. But maybe you think differently. Maybe you think I should have argued more or, I don't know, turned around. Always in those situations, you wonder... Like, do I diffuse this? How? Or do I just let it continue until he realizes that it's not... I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm going to talk about what we're really here for. So the theme in my conversations lately, and this goes for single parents as well as parents with partners, parents who maybe don't have as much support as they like. I mean, this is just across the board. And I find especially prominent in women. So lots of things that we share as parents, as single parents, self-compassion, acceptance, our deep desire for more time, um, our inability to or our struggle with asking for help, which we will talk about on another future episode. And you know, when it comes to time, like our ability to make time for ourselves, right? To practice some sort of care for ourselves. And the challenges in making all of these things happen, right? It's difficult to have self compassion if you're feeling bad about your situation, but you got to move forward, right? If you heard my conversation with Khadija, we talk a lot about that. Our struggle with time because we're juggling so much so low, right? Or, you know, again, this is relevant for parents in general. Um, the challenge with asking for help, accepting help, really a struggle if you're a single parent because there's this element of feeling like you have to do it all by yourself. And then the self-care piece, which it's one thing to be willing to do it for yourself and another to be able to follow through on it, right? So... What I want to touch on today is kind of this self-care, making time for ourselves. And it's funny. So I've been in the coaching business for, gosh, seven and a half years now. And I am not a typical coach in that I spew... like the one way of doing things. I just don't believe in it. I think we all have very unique situations and lifestyles and circumstances. And what works for me isn't going to work for you and vice versa, right? And so just in keeping with that, as I talk, I'm going to talk about things on here that maybe work for me or I've learned, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's for you and that's okay. So I just want to throw that out there. But in continuing with that, we're all familiar with the influencers who tell us that we should have a morning routine or, you know, the things that are good for us to feel our best and to do our best, right? And that could run the gamut of you should start by, you know, waking up and meditating and uh, journaling and then, you know, following that with some yoga or, you know, a walk or whatever, right? We're all familiar with this. All these things that we're being, we're told are going to make our lives better, things easier. (laughs) When I became a single mom, wow, six years ago, and I started hearing this as a coach, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. Not everybody has the luxury of being able to do these things. 
And hearing that so often makes a lot of us feel like we're doing something wrong, right? We're, what am I doing wrong that I can't have this routine that lasts an hour? Oh, right. I have children running amok and I have to take care of them in the morning. I saw this meme a couple of weeks ago that said, you can have a good morning or you can get your kids to school on time. <laughs> and that just like, I laughed so hard because it's so true, right? It doesn't matter how how many things you want to get done or how perfect you want that to go. Nine times out of 10, there's going to be like chaos if you have children and especially if you're doing it on your own, right? I mean, my mornings, I just have to loosen up. I have learned to just let things go and it doesn't matter how many times I ask them to, you know, put their lunchbox in their backpack and grab their water bottles. Somebody inevitably forgets something, is busy doing something else. I've asked 500 times, still haven't done it, right? It doesn't matter. So, for me, I've had to be realistic about my morning routine, which basically includes, well, I pay a babysitter to come a few days a week so I can go for a run. That is my choice because I'm a runner and it is my time. But beyond that, like I need to have some coffee and get some breakfast in. And then the rest is about making sure that they have everything they need, making their lunches, making their breakfast, all the things, right? I'm sure you can relate. All this is to say, if you don't have this beautifully laid out morning routine, you are not alone. And also, you need to do what works best for you, right? I also very much believe in therapy. Uh, Mental health is my background. And so I have a therapist. And he recently, over the last month or so, said he gave me a challenge. And he said, Kelly, I want you to do something for yourself every day. And I was like, what? You know, I go for a run. I sometimes shower. (laughs) Uh, And he was like, no. And I said, well, what about getting my hair colored or stuff like that? And he said, no, maintenance stuff doesn't count either. And I said, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do then. Right. And he said, what would you do if you were dating yourself? What would you want somebody to do for you if you were dating them? And I was like, what do you mean? Like get flowers? I don't understand. Go out to dinner? And he said, yes. And I said, and you want me to do something like this every day? And he said, I just want you to try. And I looked at him like he was crazy. And then I struggled with it. And then when I would think about doing something like buying myself flowers, I would feel like that was silly and I needed to spend that on something else, right? And maybe you can relate to this, right? It's so much easier for us to think about the things we need to do for our children, for other people, to just like survive. To think about doing something for ourselves can feel incredibly overwhelming, maybe a little selfish and unnecessary. And so weeks went by and every time I met with him, he would say, okay, so what have you done for yourself? And I said, um... I've been running. And he said, that doesn't count. And then I went back another week and he said, what have you done for yourself? And I said, well, I took 15 minutes during the day and read a chapter in a book. And he said, okay, I like that one. And I said, okay, great. And he said, how did you feel? And I said, I felt like I needed to be doing a million other things. And this was not something I should be spending my time doing. 
And so we talked about that and discussed, you know, my guilt around not how I'm spending my time and and when I spend it on myself that I don't feel like I should, right? And I'm sharing all this because I think that it's very relatable and I know that I'm not the only one. And it's very important that we learn how to do this for ourselves. And I said to him, look, I'm not going to be able to do this every day for myself. I'm just not there right now. Maybe, you know, down the road, I will. But maybe once a week, I can try. And he said, okay, fair. So I've been trying this out. And I am still struggling because this is foreign to me. And if you are a parent, a single parent especially, you know that it's really difficult to try to carve out time for yourself when it feels like everything else is going towards the kids and maybe work and you know whatever resp- other responsibilities you have, right? So I made a short little list of some of the things I've been trying to practice doing, hoping maybe you could try to do this with me. It will call it a little bit of accountability check-in. If you want to participate, you can find me on social or send me an email and let me know what you've done for yourself this week, next week, whatever, right? I would love to hear from you. I'm going to try to update you on how I'm doing also, but this is really important. And the important thing about it is that we have to learn to love ourselves. And I know that sounds cheesy and silly, but we're really hard on ourselves. We shame ourselves for the situation we're in, or if we aren't doing that anymore, we used to, right? I hope that you're not doing it anymore, but you're probably familiar with it. We feel like we have to probably do more for our kids than we normally would because it's on us, right? There's a lot of stuff around being a single parent or being a parent in general, where we take on a lot of stories that we create about ourselves and who we are and how we're supposed to show up. But as cliche as this sounds, I do believe, because I'm in the business of coaching, that we have to put our mask on first in order to be available to our littles. And I know that when I am running on fumes and I'm stressed and I'm low on sleep and not feeling like I've had a minute to myself, I am a nightmare. I am a nightmare. And I don't show up very well in my home. So I need to do better about putting aside time for myself to do little things that bring me joy, that give me space, that kind of thing. So you won't be surprised, but one of the things I'm doing for myself is finding time to read. A fun book, a book that like I enjoy. It's not related to work or anything like that. I haven't done this yet, but I want to take myself out to lunch or to coffee, especially post-pandemic craziness, I just don't get out very much. (laughs) And so this is especially hard for me, but I really, really want to do this. So this is one that is like at the top of my list. Buying myself flowers, also very high on the list. I need to do it. My favorite flowers are sunflowers. I need to make it happen. Here's one that I challenge you all to put on your list. Accept an offer of help or ask for help. This one, you know, gives us all goosebumps to think about, right? So if you struggle with asking for help or accepting an offer of help from a friend or a loved one or, you know, somebody you're seeing or something like that, really try to allow it to happen, right? 
other people get great joy in helping just like we do. So we need to allow them in to do it also. Uh, another one, make plans with a friend. Very important, right? Just having time for ourselves with people that we want to surround ourselves with. So important. You know, like I spend so much time with two little children and, you know, they say you're the average of the five people you spend time with. (laughs) Well, there's a dog and two kids in this house. So I don't know what that makes me, but so important, right? We need socialization. We need connection with people, especially now these days. So maybe add this to your list. And then I read this one recently. I'm going to try it. It feels weird to me. I got to be honest, but I'm going to try it. Leave yourself love notes. So there is a program, a website where you can actually write yourself a letter and schedule when you're going to send it. I think I'm going to do it this way. I'll put that link in the show notes also. That's what the what I feel safest doing. I'm going to try it that way. So we have a deal here, right? We're going to do some things for ourselves once a week. That's what we're going to commit to. If you have ideas, I'd love to hear from you. So either send me an email or find me on social and send me a DM. You can send the email to support at kellytravis.net. And in the subject, just put single mom stories. I'd love to hear from you and give me an idea. Okay, deal. All right, we're doing this together. If you're in the Facebook group, I'm going to open it up to that group and we'll hold each other accountable as well. We're going to make this a whole thing, okay? That way, when our littles have full-on tantrums while taking a walk about rainbows, we can breathe through it because we have done something for ourselves recently and we can handle it. It just rolls off of us. That's it, right? We just go with it. (laughs) Instead of like our whole body tensing up and our head like starting to spin. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, that's it. I just wanted to jump in here and do a fun little quickie Again, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're not somewhere with me on the socials, let's connect, okay? All right. If you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy the interviews that have been on here, please make sure you rate and review so other people can find it. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.